Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Can you feel it? Wow. Welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the podcast where we come up with a number of sketch ideas, and that number is five. Exactly five, every single time. Shoot me down in flames if I'm wrong. I mean, it's... Murder murder me with an ice pick. (laughs) Murder me through my eyes. Murder me (laughs) through the eyes. An eyes pick. Um... Have we talked about this on the podcast before? That like obviously that a nice pick would be perfect the- for having s- skewers of eyeballs. Perfect. You know, if you were serving eyeballs as a mm. uh, as a little finger food at a dinner party, I think yeah. they would be served on eye- little ice picks. Yeah. Know? Well, I think every guest should bring an ice ice pick. Mm-hmm. And then as the waiters walk around with the plates of eyeballs, where they're just <laughs> rolling around on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, you get to just have stabs because that's why you need such a sharp implement. You got to stab uh, the eyeballs so that they, uh, you know, because they'll try and roll away like peas on, uh, you know, being yeah. chased by a fork. I think, you know, uh, uh, in the post-COVID time when, you know, finger contact with food is no good and, you yeah. know, also um, shared cutlery is no good and you don't want to have to be doing lots of washing up at the end of the night, that kind of thing. I think mm. a new kind of dining ice pick that everyone has takes with them to, to, to dinner parties because we're still having dinner parties, right? And then the plates, yeah. the, 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 the trays of canapes are carried around uh, by the waiters and as they go past, you just stab things off them with an ice pick, whatever they are. They don't have to be eyeballs. Usually they, they be will drinks. be. They'll be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have one of those. Is that a is that a a, a gin and mm. a gin and mm. soda? Yeah, great. <laughs> Pick it up and then I just kind of like let it pour out of the hole yeah. into your mouth. Try to not get as many. You, you, you sort of you close your teeth so that not as many of the broken shards of glass <laughs> fall through into your into your you digestive system. You filter them system. out. Yeah, this is this is sieve. this is the COVID normal. This is what we've got to get used to well, now. This Alex is what I've thought, and it, it's. People, nobody wants to see, nobody wants to see um, art about the pandemic, right? Mm. But we could be forward thinking and set our sketch show in the new normal. That's what it's called, the new normal. I Um, like it. And so these are some of the things that we'll get Mm. used to. And that will also, it'll be both educational because I know people who are commissioning programs, they love to be learning something whilst being entertained. Yeah. That's right. They they they're so past entertainment now. They can't That's right. It it offers them nothing. Edutainment yeah. is the only way. The only way forward. Well, the entertainment the the education 
is mm. is something to <laughs> is a little uh, honey to help the medicine of entertainment go down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely true that co- you know people want to watch entertainment, and usually. You're right. Uh, you know your, your your satirical point is valid. That usually the the entertainment is there to help the educational element, the informational element, go down. Yeah. But as far as getting that commissioned, it's absolutely the other way around. the the in, The education is there to uh, help the entertainment go down on paper as part of the broadcast schedule. That's right. No, I don't so know. I how... just restated your joke in about half an hour, Alistair, and no, I enjoyed uh, I think it. it was I worth enjoyed it. it. And I think I'm going to just submit that um, as my pitch. Mm, sure. Um, um, so I... I'm just going to write down the, the new normal. I mean, people could, you know, there could be all sorts yeah, so of new things. Yeah, so it doesn't have like to be that, ice but, picks? Well, I have written down ice picks. Ice picks, eating right. finger foods. Mm. And I'm going to write plus other examples. Ah, great. Great. That, um, le- that leaves so, that, you know, only limited by your imagination or, in this case, our imagination. Yeah. So it'll right. well, just, be a, just be the ice picks. I mean, I did think, you know, a little harpoon. I would, I would love yeah. being able to harpoon a spring roll, oh, you know, from across well, the room. Especially, like, from one of those guns that you hold with two hands at, yeah. the, end of, at the end of a <laughs> boat. But if, you're, if your table had one of those. <laughs> so oh, that that's great. Could, so yeah. that, let's say, you know, they're not walking by and they're mm. just being left on a table on the other side of the room. Well, why walk around and spread your germs when you could just aim your harpoon gun at the table and then... I, like I tell you, here's a dining experience I would fucking love, right? Mm. All the waiters, their little um, waistcoat yeah. covered in uh, the spiky side of Velcro, right? At our at our table, we have a little harpoon gun that fires basically a stick with a with a fluffy ball on the end, right? And as the waiters try to make their way across the room, carrying yeah. their tray of canapes, we fire our table's harpoon gun at them, hit them in the waistcoat, and we get to get as a table the experience of dragging them in, and they're fighting, <laughs> they're writhing around, they're angry that day. They don't and we want. We haul they don't want them into to, the table. They don't want to serve us. Yeah, and then when we but, get they get there, we we feast upon the the canapes. Mm, yeah, and sometimes sometimes you could just <laughs> put out a fishing line with a tip on it. Yeah, and once yeah. they get that money in their mouth, <laughs> <laughs> you pull the hook because their in. hands are their hands are full of trays. That's right. So of course they're going to get the money with their mouth. Uh, yes. I think. That, trays and um, even quattro foods. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> they can carry a lot because of them being trained waiters. I mean, the the real impressive training of the waiter comes with the fact that they don't spill a single one of those canapes as they hold that tray on yeah. one hand with those splayed fingers while also being dragged across the ground by a, a Velcro harpoon gun. Well, but, I mean, of course... Even hospitality schools will have to adapt to these times, mm. and people will be trained in that way. Yeah, well, I mean, in my in my version, 
now in this harpooning world where you harpoon a waiter, it's it's. I think I think it's it's harder to justify from a COVID perspective. I think this is just an enjoyable dining experience. Yeah, but you could you know. But I think the harpoon buffet, or even mm. you know the skill tester buffet. Oh, the harpoon where, buffet know, sounds just like Elvis could have sung a song about it. Just after the Heartbreak <laughs> Hotel, and now sure the harpoon is. buffet. I met you at the Harpoon Buffet. Like that. Yeah, that's very you beautiful. Were wearing... Alistair, you're extremely talented. Andy, you're that's probably not, that the greatest musician of all time. Andy, that wasn't good singing. I no, just No, Alistair. It was great. <laughs> it was I mean you're right, it wasn't singing. good. It was the best singing. It was the, the goodest. Best, best the goodliest. The goodliest. Do you think do you think I'm gonna revolutionize a style of music? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if once you give up, you know, wasting your time with whatever it is that I'm I'm doing with you. I'm wait I'm the one wasting your time. And you finally branch know. out into your chosen field of music. It will yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be an established artist in that genre when you come and yeah. knocking. Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna, it's gonna. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have a worse, a, a worse effect on the finances of, uh, of mm. that that genre's music industry than Napster did. <laughs> I'm hoping to be so good that Metallica will sue me. <laughs> He's, uh, they call him, they call him the Napster. They because. call him the sep- the second coming of Napster. Because he has they call me the Napster because the business model because because he is hardly industry. ever awake during the day. <laughs> uh, yes, um, oh, saying that made me think of something. Oh, what was it? It was, was it, well back when we were talking about entertainment and edutainment mm. and how you need to add that into. Um, into shows in order to get them commissioned. Yeah. You know, it made me wonder whether entertain because it's not enough to give people just one thing anymore, give people just entertainment. Is there anything else that we could add instead of education to entertainment yeah, or entertainment? Mm. What's a third thing that we could add? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I think that a mood is something. That's why I think I would like to make the first soothing comedy album that isn't like this meditation thing, but just a soothing thing to listen to because there's different styles of music. Yeah. Right? Some that make you feel calm. Mm. I love listening to Hawaiian music. It makes me feel calm. Do you think that Todd Barry is the closest we have to ambient comedy? Oh, it is pretty good. That's a pretty good... uh, Thank you. Yeah, that was a, that's a good. There you go. I, went, I mean, I can't do his voice, but well, he had a he had a, something about he had a joke that was about somebody asking for, can I get some lemon for this water here, please? Can I get some lemon? Is that you're at a cafe? Can I just get a little bit of lemon for the water? You know, that's what I need when I'm drinking. This is how I have it at home when I'm drinking water. You wouldn't believe the number of chopping boards that I go through. <laughs> For all of the lemons that I'm constantly slicing for my drinking water. 
but it's it's the choice of chopping boards instead of knives or whatever like right? the- <laughs> yeah 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 and the idea that you go through them as well you're going through them like you are doing so much lemon chopping yeah god i'm so I mean, is that. that the whole bit is that the whole that's pretty much it that's he'll 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 see, see something that's... in life give him give him a piece give, give him a little joke and then he's out that's nice that's todd yeah. barry everyone look up todd barry funny guy <laughs> good um, guy great guy Nice guy. I don't know if he's a nice guy. Seems like he might be an asshole. Yeah, I think I think he might just have. Uh, I think he just might not like having people get too close to him. I've, I've, sure. I think he's nice. I think he's just got some. There's probably he's some got, trauma there. I don't know what it is. Probably got some barriers. Got some boundaries. Barriers. That's what his next mm, album. Todd will be Barrier. <laughs> Todd Barriers. Todd's Barriers. <laughs> Um, uh, we're not. We, we only have one sketch idea oh, so far. No, but I'd love. I'd love. Here's my sketch idea. Oh, no, Todd but, Barry, but, but, really deeply confessional performance. So real <laughs> raw. <laughs> no, look, Alistair, you can't tell but, me that Harpooner Waiter doesn't deserve its own idea separate okay, Harpoon, from your new okay. normal. Your new normal thing so fucking broad. It's so, hoovering up every other idea. It's the Disney of ideas. <laughs> Nothing can okay. stand alone anymore. All right, I've put in Harpoon a waiter, mm, right. but I, I have included Harpoon buffet at the under the new normal. But you know what, Harpoon a waiter can be its own thing. Thank um, you. But also, it'd be cool if there was if they put the bill, the, the you know the bill at the end of the the restaurant mm. thing on a target or on a whale, mm. you know. And then you have to harpoon the the bill at the end as well, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean, how would you harpoon your drinks though? Like to let's say let's say you weren't just harpooning a waiter. Let's say you did have to harpoon some of your food. Do you think to harpoon your drink, you would have to? Maybe they would be closed containers like sippy cups. (laughs) I feel like I feel like that might help. That that yeah, that would give it a chance. But it would be cool. Either that or the drinks are soaked into sponges, right? Mm. Which we haven't explored enough as a as a drink delivery method. An old an old wet rag that you could squeeze a a bit of moisture out of. Yeah. You know what would be perfect for it? A um a whoopee cushion. Oh, yeah. Because I think a whoopee cushion has a sponge inside it. Well, the modern whoopee cushions do. In my oh. day, you had to blow up the whoopee cushion yourself. Oh, but that's the new true. whoopee yeah, cushions no, right. are these self-inflating things. Yeah, no, that's true. Not all of them are like that. You're, you're right. I apologize. I guess the, the benefit of those ones is that they've got a little hole on the side, right? This one's with the sponges so that they can reinflate automatically. Yeah, they and must that, have a little that, valve. But that, but that hole is sealed when you're sitting on it. Yes, right? but but the problem with a lot of with most whoopee cushions is that if your if your victim mm. sits this rube sits, this fucking rube this yeah, gormless this idiot sits wrong sits wrong mm. on the cushion and pushes all the air pressure towards the back rather than towards the spout the valve yeah you, you your, blow your, your you blow spout, you yeah. blow your cushion mm. sure. It's probably. I mean, I mean sure. it, there could there could be room for a new breakthrough. I mean, the the addition of the foam was probably 
the biggest breakthrough in whoopee cushion technology. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess you it may could be a hundred like years. A, you could make a diarrhea whoopee cushion. Oh. You know, like oh, one that instead yes. of just, <laughs> you know, like one that doesn't just, you know, you don't fill it up with just air, but you fill it up with sort of chunks and and yep. liquid and, and stuff like and that. And it Fluid. stinks like shit as well. It stinks like shit. It really stinks. And they sit down. It's not shit. Go, it's not shit. It's, it's what the, the amazing thing about it is that it's biologically <laughs> identical to shit, but it hasn't come out of an asshole. No, and so it's actually fine. Yeah, yeah, we've this is like we we make it in the same place as we make our um our <laughs> what's that? Uh, kombucha. We make kombucha, mm. we make, you know, it's just another fermented food. Yeah. Like except that it's the opposite. It's a fermented shit. But it's not <laughs> shit. <laughs> I mean, this is a great it's a great pivot for a company to to make because you know so often you know great inventions come about by somebody trying to make one thing and then they realize it's not good at this the thing that they wanted to make but it works well as something else so yeah, like a you know that's what filler. happened with the the sticky the sticky um stuff on post-it notes you know they were trying to make a new kind of glue didn't work great as a glue but had this sort of you could pull it on and off and like you know and they put it on post-it notes Who's yes, pulling what them would on you and be? off? <laughs> they don't really work. They don't. They don't stay that sticky for that long. Mm, well, you're right. You're right. I mean, you can maybe get a couple of reseals, but yeah. uh, the, not if you touch it with your fingers, though. What would you have been trying to make? Uh, you could. You know, you know, you could be trying to tap you into make, this to this. You know, this uh, the fermented food market. You know, people. Sure, it's all about you're trying gut to make health. something. Yeah. Uh, but then what? But then they discover something so for disgusting. butt health stinks and looks exactly like shit and you've got heaps of the stuff and you're looking around what are we going to do and then some some young graduate in your office he's got a fresh take on things you know he oh, yes. uh or she uh she <laughs> speed puts up a hand and says well if it stinks and like shit and it looks like shit and and by all accounts probably it a like duck shit, probably a duck should we, should we just buy the bullet, sell it as sell it as shit, and then you try and find ways to sell shit, and the whoopee cushion that actually shits yourself. It's, it's right there. We need it. Kids need more. E- you know, pranks need more edge. Kids need, uh, kids need things to be more extreme these days. I think it could be uh, could be big. I like it, Andy. I like it. Thanks, um, So, so what are we using it for, though? Putting it in whoopee is, cushions. Putting it. Oh, yeah, that's right for diarrhea cushions. Yeah. Oh no! Now I have to spell diarrhea. I guess you call it a poopy cushion. Poopy cushion. Bit, it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? A bit obvious. Uh, I'm going to write it down as cushion because it's easier than spelling diarrhea. But really, what it is is a candy. Spell diarrhea. Oh my god, Alistair. This is my worst nightmare. It's D I O I O A no, it's gotta be Dyer. Yeah, R R H. Double double H? Or is it double R? There's a there's a double something. Double R H O E A? 
Oh, E-A. Yeah, I think that feels right. D-I-A. It's a real diarrhea of O-E-A. <laughs> Just chunks of letters everywhere. Oh. Um, All running together. That double R in the middle there. Uh, yeah. Made with... Um, made with poo too. Mm. Shit too. I know that we've... You know, it's you insulting know. to the chef, I suppose, or whoever it was who who formulated the original attempt at a new kind of fermented breakfast. But uh, I think it... Uh, I think it's <laughs> We're trying to come up with another disgusting fermented food. And unfortunately... Fermented crossed- porridge. Fermented porridge. <gasps> yeah. I was thinking, uh, as I was running the other day, reminiscing about a very early sketch from Two in the Think Tank that we ended up doing on um, on on a live show where we were trying to come up with a, uh, a breakfast cereal for the middle-aged man. Yeah. Right? We're trying to... Uh, bra- it was just a brainstorming sketch where we were just pitching different things that like what would middle-aged men want in a breakfast cereal and uh came back to me and uh and i was thinking you know another great thing would be a breakfast cereal that was was totally silent right a totally silent chewing experience i mean you know firstly i thought that one thing that men would really like would be you know middle-aged men would be silence or dads Mm. would crave a bit of silence that's right well if you got you finally have a moment alone to to eat mm. breakfast, and then suddenly mm. the breakfast is giving you such a ruckus. Exactly. All that crunching. Quite in there. Um, but squelching. I a frictionless a, breakfast. A, a, a totally silent food for spies would be good for spies to eat. Yes. You know, on, on, on a mission. if it was one of those super fluids that has no friction, mm, and that could sure. probably leak, <laughs> leak into your esophagus... Um, even without you having to open it for swallowing. It crawls up your neck and down your mouth. Well, it probably would then get into your air hole as well, but maybe we could plug that up. Yeah, and I feel like it would come out of your ass pretty quickly. You could probably drown in it or something like that. It might be difficult to digest. But, um, you know, I'm just picturing a, uh, you know, this feels like a very obvious sort of sketch context, but the... Whoever it is that gives James Bond the gadgets in the movies, um, in our version, you know, they, they, they're also giving some some dining options, such as a totally silent breakfast. They can eat in a you can eat it in an air duct. Imagine that because like it's like in the enemy base. Imagine that it's like a s- silent, crunchy toast. Mm, oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. Yes, because it's easy to make something that's totally thing. sloppy, right? But you don't, sometimes you don't want that. You still get the texture, but it's silent. Because mm, it's, it's, it's awful to have something without texture. Mm. 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 Yeah, you know, you might as well let the, the Russians win or whatever. Yeah. In, the, in this, exactly. in this you know, spy you, movie. Yeah, because normally, you know, you might be waking up and you're sort of like, you know, you're, you're, you're probably, you know, you could be in the middle of a forest near the edge of a, you know, a, a sort of a, you know, some Russian base uh, mm. out in the middle of the Arctic or whatever like that. I think maybe mm. I'm picturing one from Inception. Yep. Um, 
and you're in there, but you know they've probably got sound monitors and things like that, listening specifically for crunches, probably crunches in the snow from walking about. Mm. But but then you're you know you're just in your little tent, and then you bite down on that first bite of crunchy toast like that. Picks it How up. How are you cooking away. the toast? How are you cooking hey? the toast? There. You've got How a you wrist. The you've got a wrist toaster. Oh, of course. You know, of course. You know, it's like you're basically yeah. wearing a gauntlet, and the outside mm. of it heats up. Uh, it's got, you know, it's got, it's got a little raised area of the metal grid that keeps the toast at least, you know, sort of half a centimeter away from the uh, from the uh, heating elements. Yeah. But basically, you just heat your wrist up like that, and you just hold your toast up like that. Everything, everything's compact. It's perfect for survival. You can probably just burn. You could silently burn the tent. Some to no smoke tent burn tent. Yeah. One, I mean, one use tent. I would actually love that. I gotta say, putting down a tent is one of the most unpleasant parts yeah. of camping. Having to pack it up, having to roll it up and get it back in the fucking tube. If you know what would be great? A tent burn that, that you could fucking slurp tent. up. That you could just slurp up like a like the <laughs> Like, I know you're picturing it with your mouth, and that's probably fun. That's that's fun, probably I, more fun. I was, than what I was. What are you picturing? But, like, you know, like imagine kind of like a reverse Spider-Man. You just slurp it up through your wrist, like yeah. its skeleton. Its skeleton kind of just falls apart as as it's as it gets pulled in a certain way, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like falls into little bits. Um, you know, like an like it's basically like a nanobot. A nanobot mm. tent, mm. and you know you just slurp it up through your wrist, and then it gets completely distrib- distributed equally throughout your jacket. I mean, I don't think it has to be a nanobot type thing. I think, you know, I mean, it's still, you're, what you're describing is basically a parachute, but like with the video played in reverse, right? You just want it to maybe have some strings or something, and just be able to go whoosh, back into a backpack. Couldn't right? yeah? Maybe, couldn't you just be wearing a, a windbreaker? And then just like inflate it, and then that's your tent. And that's your tent. Yeah, big you know, jacket. Like the, you inflate it a bit, and then it like it just kind of fills out, and all the bits that pop out kind of close it up, and then you're just inside it. I think we might have discussed this on a similar thing on the podcast once a long time ago. It was about like a kind of like an isolation thing. That you oh, pull that. a trigger and suddenly you're surround, you know, this thing inflates out of your backpack with all this air pressure, and now you're in a ball. You're inside a little womb-like ball. Oh, I love that. I nothing, set up a tent. Can get in. Set up a tent in the play area the other day. Just I just popped it. We got one of those ones that you know you just got to fold. You know, it's just like pops out. Mm. Then you got to yeah. twist it back into motion, which I have no idea how oh, to do, yeah. but. Yeah. I somehow find it now. I somehow I just find it. It's you know I learned once, and it's somehow in my bones, in your um, muscle memory. No, it's in my bones. <laughs> I've got it in my bones. Okay. I don't, my muscles have no idea how to do it. Yeah, um, my bones are guiding my muscles like it's a a truck reversing onto a main street. Um, mm. And what was I saying? Oh yeah, I got set up this tent, and I sat in there, and I'm like, this is where I could work. I work in here. And I think my so you're in the up. little little kids play tent. Hey, yeah, well, it's not a play tent. This is a regular four man tent. Oh wow! 
Yeah. I just, cause it's just like, it's just like, let's occupy these kids for, you know, for half an hour. Oh yeah, totally. Pop a, pop a tent and then like, just bring some of the, we got like a little ball pit. So just brought some of the balls in there. So that mm. it's way funner to throw the balls at each other if you're inside a tent. Cause then it's limited in the uh, scattering of the mess. Less cleaning up. It's good. Why, why were we talking about toast? Oh, yeah, the silent toast for the silent spy. toast. I think that, I think that's a sketch idea, Alistair. Yeah, no, I've written it. that down. Silent I breakfast. I feel it in for my my knowledgeable bones. Mm. Or for the spy type. Yeah, I think that yeah, there needs to be more work into put into just shutting up. And <laughs> mm. A bit of just, just shutting bit everything of up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I know it's extremely cruel, but if there was something that you could get that would just make children be more quiet, you know, like some kind of little volume control. Children, just some kind of volume control. Because it's for their own benefit as well. You get to the point where everybody's yelling and screaming about something, you know, and then to be heard, you've got to shout over the top of all of that. You'd be like, well, if yep. I could just turn the volume down on my children, then we could all hear each other. We could communicate. I wouldn't turn it all the way down to zero, obviously. That's a human rights issue. But if I could just turn it down to 50%, you know, just attenuate it. I don't know if sure. it involves releasing a different gas into the room. Sort of, I don't know sort if they've like had Trump. to have something put on their throats. I'm not saying that that – I mean, that sounds bad. But it's like a plastic kids bag throat, that pops over their head. Sure. But – Safely, it's a safe plastic bag. Yeah, yeah, safe plastic bag. Mm. One that one that is porous. Yes, shaped like a Mickey Mouse head or something. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a sort of a it's a, it's an acoustic bag. Mm. I think the word plastic is it's got too many connotations. It's got but a uh, lot of it's really loaded mm. when you talk about yeah having that on top of a child's head. Exactly. I mean, all these plastic bags, you know, mm. whenever you get a plastic bag and it says printed on there, this plastic bag is not a toy. Right? Yeah. Firstly, who's, who's thinking that's a toy? Who's well, you know, they can looking be at fun. that plastic bag? I'm sure. Well, exactly. And that's where I'm going with this is that I, where are the plastic bags that are a toy? Because if every plastic bag is not a toy, then it feels like you don't need to print that on there. There must yeah. be somewhere out there plastic bags that are toys the that are just really, you know. These are toy grade plastic bags. Yeah, right. And, you know, obviously when they're delivered, the bag they come in, Mm. that's not a toy. But you open it up, you get inside. Those plastic bags, yeah, good times are here again. You know, we thought it was a good idea. We thought it was a good idea. (laughs) We're releasing this product, you know, and kids bringing it to school and they're walking around with safely with this this play grade plastic bag (laughs) all on their head. And all the kids that don't have the toy go home. (laughs) I want to be cool like the kids at school. Yeah. Put a plastic bag on their head. That's why parents have a real incentive to buy their kids our safe, (laughs) child's friendly, head grade plastic bags. Because otherwise, you know, they're going to get it one way or another. They're going to get that thrill of having a plastic bag on your head. Mm-hmm. And it's up to you. <laughs> All right, I'm writing this down. Thank you. Um, 
You passed the audition. Next one, child grade opiates. You know, yeah. They always say keep out of reach of children. Where are the ones that you can keep in reach of children? You know, where are the uh, where are the prescription drugs that you can just let the kids have a bit of a play with? You know, yeah, little they're... little kids drug drug set that they can practice popping in well, and out of their mouths. Well, I mean, couldn't you just give them sugar pills? They love kids love sugar. Mm, that's true. You know? And we're little trying to placebos. keep them away from regular opiates. Yep. So you just give them that little pill container, that little orange one from the movies that mm. Americans all have. Yeah. You know, and you put a little label on it and it's got their name and stuff like that. And you just fill it with mm. pills, sugar pills. And they say, you're not allowed to suck them. You've got to swallow them whole. And this is how they <laughs> practice. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, we got to wean them onto it. Crazy the first time someone's like, yeah, just swallow this. You go, what? <laughs> I've never mm. swallowed anything whole in my life. And suddenly this is like the whole, the only mechanism through which that we can deliver certain drugs. And some of the... Some of those pills, they, I think they're taking the piss by making them as big as they are. Just yeah, some of the make them smaller vitamins. and I'll take two, you know? Why, yeah. why like some of these like just make them echinacea more or something, it's like, a, it's like a log. You take you take echinacea? I have in the past. Yeah. You don't seem like an echinacea guy. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you really what it does. Is it like? Is it like a just general health sort of thing? Bullshit? I don't think it does anything. Of course, it yeah, does nothing. Uh, no, I, I mean, of course, it does nothing, Alistair. <laughs> but <laughs> what does it? What does it purport to do? Like, yeah, I what mean, does I don't it know. purport? This is. I mean, it just. It just couldn't possibly. Mm. <laughs> um. They wouldn't allow it. Well, Andy, remember that time that you went, I mean, we mentioned this, but right, you'd, you'd had some ongoing cold or something like that for a long time. And then the doc, after three weeks, you went and see the doctors and they're like, all right, well, no, we'll give you the, we'll give you something that actually works. <laughs> yeah, and then they gave right. you some steroids or something like that. And you were better within a couple of days. Yeah. I you know, had been sick what, for a long time with some lung cough thing. And I was like, I had all this work and I was just like, so I had stuff to do. I think we we had some. Was that like before we did a three hundred a two hundred episode of the podcast or something? There was felt I'm like there was sure. something uh, oh, coming yeah. up, comedy I'm festival sure. or something that required yeah. me to actually be able to function. And I was so desperate, and I was like, seemed so pathetic when I went to the doctor. I was like, please, is there just anything? Because they always say, oh, it's a cold. We can't we can't do anything about it. It's a that. cold. Just rest. You know, drink. Yeah, lots you of just fluid. rest, and ju- it'll you know let the body take care of it. And then they were like, well. All right, well, we can prescribe you these. And it was some kind of steroid that helps your lungs. And I was like, yeah, all right, great. Thank you so much. And then I took that. It was better in two days. <laughs> yeah, and, 
And you can't imagine a scenario where they're like, oh, you actually really need to get better. Well, here you go. Take echinacea. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is the real stuff. Double, double echinacea. I mean, double. A, <laughs> echinacea doesn't work, but the truth is that double echinacea does work. <laughs> don't ask us, don't ask us why we don't understand. Yeah, I mean, um, I'd li- I'd like to pitch a herbal um, herbal remedy uh, emergency department, but uh, Mitchell and Webb already did that great homeopathic um, emergency department sketch. So yeah, maybe the doctor says, do. "Close your eyes and say, like that." <laughs> it does look like a a magical spell. Yeah, he <laughs> said, so "Just yeah. do that." Do that twice in the morning, and uh, and I think, that, uh, I think that's really days. funny. A magic is real, doctor. Where like if you if you if you really seem like they need it, there's a couple of magic spells that do work. They don't yeah. want the information no. to get out there. They'll do a not, couple, not a little incantation. But, you know, but if you need to be able to to be, you know, if you need to get a clear test to get to your grandfather's funeral really, next week just try that and really he, just, he does a lot of idea. winking this doctor this doctor wait you go are you serious and he goes just try it out <laughs> and you go no no come on he goes trust me <laughs> I think the winking magician doctor makes me feel good I don't know yeah I like it that's a sketch idea Alastair uh, how about uh, this it is uh, you know allied health professional sans frontier right so it's not Médecins Sans Frontières, but these are all the people, the stuff that's not really on the uh, the Medicare benefits scheme, but, mm-hmm. you know, additional things like, uh, you know, so they'll come into emergency zones, they'll come into disaster zones, um, countries that are racked by famine and war, and they will offer uh, non-traditional healing. Um, mm, Reiki. You know, and they have Reiki, sure. Reiki Sans, sans Frontières. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah different, different types of massage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, that hot stone, yeah, <laughs> or cold yeah, cupping. stone, cupping, yeah. mm. um, uh, uh, aromatherapy, echinacea distributors, yeah, oh, like they're uh, doing, they're doing like helicopter drops of echinacea, ear, <laughs> ear candling, they, yes, yeah, they have to emergency go, you know, ear candlings. It's really hard to get there, and so they have to, you know, go on a. Six day donkey ride up a up a cliff, and then when they finally get there, it's this I, isolated I like village. Picture... It's been racked by some disease, and they're like, "Right, everybody, lie down on your side." Mm. <laughs> I'd like to picture somebody trapped under rubble under a collapsed <laughs> building, and somebody's crawling in. They're like, ah, they got almost no voice. Somebody comes in, crawls in. Ah, don't worry, don't worry, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Put your head on the side. Oh, okay. And then you, you put the candle in their ear, light it up. It's, re- it's a really funny image. I love it. Um, so wait, it's... Uh, what was it? What was it, your thing? Allied Health? Yeah. Is that... I mean, that maybe that's not even what Allied Health is. Allied Health, I think, is probably more legitimate stuff like uh, prosthetics and stuff. My sister might even be an Allied Health professional. Uh, this is, right. alter- I guess, alternative um, therapies. 
it's the uh, wrong term, and I apologise to any allied health people we've offended, and indeed any other allies type of allies. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there probably are allies to to bad people as well. Oh no! Oh well, not allies of of bad people. Yeah, I think I covered it, Alastair. Well, but but you could take you could help. You know, you, maybe you've insulted any enemies of bad people as well. And I apologize to them as well. I think uh, isn't it interesting that being a good friend is one of the best things that you can be. And then, like, you have really evil people, and there must be people who are good friends to them, right? So, yeah. what does that mean? I mean, yeah. I guess a really good friend would tell them when they were doing the wrong thing. Yeah, well, that's kind of what happens with my when when I'm playing with my kid Otis, and and Otis likes to play baddies. Mm. He likes being a bad a baddie, right? And so mm. I, and so and then and then I'm like, ha ha, I'm gonna get ya. And then Otis like, no 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 no, we're on the same team. And I go, yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah but we're baddies so like i you know i'm so bad that i'm bad to other baddies because no 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 no, no. <laughs> and I go, well, you can't yeah. be baddies you can't be baddies and and you know just be good to, to you know some group of people that's the point about that being would be bad, ideologically right? in, inconsistent and that doesn't so. seem like the baddie philosophy hmm the baddie to stick philosophy together and is, help each other out is ideological consistency in your badness, mm. and that's the only good thing about them. You say you can say about a baddie is that well they were they were bad to anyone everyone. Yeah, oh, like, you know, I'll, mur- I'll murder everyone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not a. I mean, what is that? That's that is like the people who are like. I'm not a racist. I'm horrible to everyone. Yeah. You know, I'm, I treat, you know, I, I hate everyone. That's right. I'm not a racist. I hate everyone. I'm, I'm not a killer. I murder everyone. <laughs> um, I th- look, it could work. Doesn't quite work, does it? Doesn't quite no. scan. I'm not a murderer. I murder everyone. I'm not a killer. I murder everyone. Um, there is something there, but I just can't quite figure it out. Oh, that wasn't, no, a, it's the end of the, it's the, it's towards, towards the tail end of the podcast. This is when my I think, brain I think, turns to I think hot it's, porridge. It's, that wasn't a hate crime. I murder everyone. Mm. I murder yeah, everyone equally. Equally. <laughs> ask anybody. Ask anybody. I've murdered. Oh, ask anybody I know. They won't give you an answer because they're all dead. They're all dead. <laughs> And I think their silence speaks for itself. Um, how are we going for sketch ideas, Alastair Trobley, Birch, George, William, Bill? Well, uh, Andrew, we're up to the three words from a listener. <gasps> I've heard and, about this. Um, and so, yeah, well, yeah, you've heard about it. You know, we might have, we have three listeners. No, we have three words and they can send in, that are sent in by listeners, of which we have many. Um... And that can come when they support us on Patreon, which thank you very much to everyone who does. Thank you to those who've even considered it. Um, they, um, although over lockdown, I have not been good at getting back to people. Uh, Patreon people have been sending in new three words. And oh, I've that's just, great. 
Yeah, and it's been very nice. And actually, this one is a, a new three words, just because I'm scrambling before the episode trying to find three words. You know, my system just is great. Just get what's on top of the pile. Oh, it's such a good system, Alistair. The system is yeah. perfect, but since sometimes I can fail. And so I, I, we have three words from Jim... <laughs> from, from Jimbry. Hello, Jimbry. Thank Hello, you. Hello, Jimbry. Or Jim Bray. Is, it one, is that one word? Yes, it's or, one word. Yeah, great. Jimbry. Jim, B-R-E-Y. Jimbry. But it could Jim be Jim Bray. You know, I don't Sounds know. Sounds like a word that would have something to do with bushwalking. I don't know if it's an so? implement or it's a it's a it's a sort of or it's a group. But yeah, I think a Jimbry. I slipped on some moss and a Jimbry slid up my tuckus. <laughs> exactly. Could be a some sort of little parasitic worm. Oh yeah. Oh, I was picturing it was like a walking stick or something. Sure. Um, so well, I guess what Jimbry's three words are. <gasps> Wait, somebody, somebody uh, that we did the last words, they said that I got them wrong. It occurred to me. What? Uh, and because you, you would guess them because I had, I had written down. Five sketch ideas. The, was that right? Five sketch ideas, but it was something else. That's, I it thought was, it was something else. We will have to we will have to address that next episode. Sounds like a real scandal behind the scenes. Okay, it here's the first scandal. word from Jimbry: paracetamol. No, mm. I don't think you got a single letter correct. The first this word is really why. Why? Okay. <sighs> why only? No, but you did get one letter. Yet. Why? Yet. Is the last one get? Why yet debt? Get. Get. Depth. What is it? It's though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Well, I think, I think, I think they're fucking with us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I think giving three words that aren't uh, aren't n- nouns, yeah, or verbs. What would sure. you call those words? They're um, what are they? Modifiers? They no. qualifiers? Qualifiers could be a qualifier. Don't know. One's a, one's I don't know. Question. I don't know grammar. But yeah, it's 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 a very slippery beast that they've oh, given yeah. us. You know, yeah, it feels like one, trying to hold but, onto a bar of soap, a wet yeah, bar of soap. Yeah, but one of them is two thirds, in a way, is, is uh, three quarters of a Yeti. Mmm, sure. Imagine, <laughs> so imagine having three there? quarters of a Yeti, but not not the exterior fur and skin. Ah, uh, only the in, the inner component of the Yeti. Yeah, because I mean, imagine that inner component of a Yeti in mm. hospital, right? Mm-hmm. Wrapped or, up in bandages? Or would you take it to a, a vet? Eh? Uh, yeah, I mean, how would you know? You'd ha- would you would you assume it's a person? Or would you, a, you know, big weird person? Big weird, I mean, we don't know how different their faces are. Yeah. But we, we can't see their face, right? Because all their skin's off, I assume. Yeah. Is that but, what you're you describing know, they would, to me? They would, they, would have a, they would still have a facade. 
yeah, a facade where eyes right? and but organs I, are. I don't think I'd be confident. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be really, it would be a really socially awkward thing to try and be like, oh, take it to I, the vet. I, this or take doesn't it to look the... like a person. Let's take it to the vet. You know, on the off chance that it is a person, I think it would be really hurtful to yeah. to take, take to them the vet. to a vet. I'd possibly even think that even if it was a yeti, yeah, the chances of a vet being able to treat them I reckon they'd probably stand a better chance in a human hospital I don't know that a vet like, I mean, let's be honest they're up against it, no skin <laughs> this, is a, this is a tough case at the best of times right? yeah. where are you grafting from? nowhere, there's nowhere to graft from what yeah. are you covering them in? don't know but- what, are you, what are you spray on skin? that's the problem is you put on that spray on skin to mm. try and help them stop getting infected right this is yep. we've decided hospital and then suddenly they take on a very humany look well this is my problem alistair if you've discovered three quarters of a yeti whether or not it's the inside or just you know two arms and a leg and a head but but you're missing sort of a lower you know a leg and a, a bit of the torso have you found a yeti have you proved that yetis exist all you've proven is that three quarters of a yeti exists yeah, really, so for a yeti, a yeti to we, exist, we still you need found a full, a full yeti. yeti. Yeah, sure. So no, I think there's still I look, be I don't questions. Think, I don't think anyone's proving anything because mm. even if you do have a yeti, there's no DNA of a yeti to confirm that it's a yeti. Yep. Yeah. Right? No really one's ever need seen to find a yeti. Two. So what you know, like so far, you know you've got a creature, right? Yep. You think it could be, it could be an ape, it could be human. Could be a tall human. Could be somebody who's just lived bush for a long time. There should I mean, be this- a hospital. Somebody, you know, there should be. You know how there's triage, right, at hospitals to work out how bad your situation is. Yeah. Before that, there should be a smaller sort of outer ring of triage, an outer circle, uh, where the, it's their job to work out whether or not you're human or. I reckon they do an that. Animal, I or a yeti. Of the- there are some line line calls. They can direct well, you to a vet. They probably there probably is a line on the triage on the rich on the on the first ring mm. of tri on the regular mm. ring of triage. Is this a human, animal, or other? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> probably there's there, a chance you could probably even have statue on there because you never know. There must be some mannequin, you know, non-living humanoid. There must be some medical professionals who. They have trained up with as broad a skill set as possible who have who are trained vets but also trained human doctors you know who who are who can do everything who yeah. they call in for mystery cases where it's not that we don't know what the problem is, what the disease is we don't know what the patient is right we've just got a bunch of bits. And we just we've need got, to treat them. Got two thir- we got we got three quarters of a yeti, uh, and we got this what we think could be a coat, but it might, might be the yeti skin. Mm. Um, you know, there's a. Uh, that's all the bits we've got. Sorry, I thought I heard yeah. somebody about to run into the room, <laughs> and then I got distracted. Um, it's okay, Alistair. Look, I think if there's uh, something. It feels like there's actually. There's a lot in this one. I know it doesn't seem like a full sketch idea, but but 
you think of all the issues that you're addressing mm. here. Mm. You know, the awkwardness of being oh, like, well, yeah, sure. I don't think, I don't think it's a human, but the news coverage we would get if we took a human to a vet, mm. they would almost set out an outdoor facility just in case, just like almost like a military tent mm. just outside just to be like, look, you could have some excuse being like, they're taller than anyone we've ever had. <laughs> it was what we got to do sometimes. Do you think that if we found a Bigfoot, but the Bigfoot that we found actually had really small feet, do you think that we would then, you know, because do you think that we would then accept that we'd found Bigfoot and proven that Bigfoot existed? Or would you still have people saying, nah, Bigfoot's still out there, man. You know, I'm still out there every day looking for Bigfoot, trying to prove Bigfoot exists. I think, because that yeah, ain't I no think, Bigfoot. It's a, yeah, it's, a, think if, it's a wild <laughs> ape man, lives in the forest. <laughs> I don't think any of the Bigfoot enthusiasts would trust the government if the government said that they had a Bigfoot. They'd be like, what are they trying to do? <laughs> what are they they're trying to trap us? Mm. They just want us to stop looking. Yeah. Anyway, look. I, I think that a Bigfoot with small feet presents an interesting you okay, know, yeah, we, yeah. we find it we prove that it definitely there is definitely is a wild wood wood ape man but not uh doesn't have big feet what what is that what do we learn from that i like this is like a b story in a film sure i mean it could be the a story look i apologize no, no, no. i'm a b i'm a b story guy i mean yeah you're a beast <laughs> i'm gonna write a film that's three b stories I'm gonna win this the first the Oscar story? for best, the B. best B story, <laughs> best best side plot. Side plot. The main story wasn't good, but I was really intrigued by what was going on mm. over there between these two characters. Um, best supporting script. There should also be an Academy Award for best line that somebody who's not a screenwriter suggested, and that the <laughs> and that the screenwriter put into the thing. <laughs> Do they? Do you? Do you? Can you think of any examples of that? No, but I, you know, I could imagine. I could imagine suggesting something and then seeing it make the cut, and then being like, mm. "There should be an award for that." <laughs> oh, best, best behind-the-scenes story of a fun prank that the, some of the stars played on each other. Yeah, should be an Oscar for that. You know, because we love yeah. to hear that they're having fun pranking <laughs> each other. For some reason, the first thing that came into my head is that video of that chimp using the toad on its own penis. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know why. I was just picturing somebody telling a story of that. The director did that to himself or something like that. And it's like, oh my God, that wasn't a good story, dude. That wasn't okay. Is that one of the nominees? Yeah, one of the nominees. It's like it wasn't. A, it was the first year. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, made me really um, unhappy. Yeah, um, but I'm laughing. Right. I'm gonna take us through the sketch ideas. We've got the new normal sketch show. <laughs> mm. For example, I mean, I don't know why I have to make everything a sketch show, but this is you know we've got ice ice pick eating uh, finger foods, you know. Um, that's the only idea we had. <laughs> the harpoon buffet. I was going to say that, you know, a nice pick in the air is obviously very fatal. 
you know, good way to kill somebody. Is it? But when we when we might have talked about this, but there would be a pleasant moment where where it's gone in further than anything's gone before. You know, like mm. oh, yeah, they wouldn't like me to do this. The doctors say you shouldn't do this, but it feels good to have something in there, really cleaning you out. Wait, That's all. Tell me that again. So wait, no, you're ice do, pick, doing ice you're pick cleaning in your, your ear. ears with an ice you know, pick. Somebody's stabbing, killing you with an ice pick, right? They're stabbing you in the ear with an ice pick. Yeah. There'd be a split second as the ice pick goes in, where it's a, it's not a killing you depth yet, and it hasn't even pierced your ear, uh, your eardrum, yeah. but it's in further than you've ever put a little uh, Q-tip or something like that, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, probably feel good. I listen Get, to a you book because you. Never scr- never scratched in there, Alistair. Yeah. No, Stephen King had a story about being a kid and them um, piercing his eardrum for because he had an infection. And he said it was the worst pain he's ever experienced in his whole life. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, that's that's not what I'm talking about, obviously. Yeah, yeah that's okay. That's okay. I think then he, then he had it done a second time by the doctors and it was the second worst pain he's ever had in his life. Wow. Maybe... Um, Maybe there's something in his backstory about experiencing that intense pain as a small mm. child that uh, that led him to become what he did become. Yeah, I think a man that's what that's with a what very striking face. Very striking, even scarier than many of his books, um, which I haven't read. But anyway, uh, so then we second sketch idea is harpoon a waiter. It's just a restaurant where you can mm, harpoon the waiter and make him come to you. Yeah, and everybody in the in the table sort of pulls on the rope as the as the it's a great <laughs> bonding experience as the waiter tries to get away. I think it'd be really fun knocking over other people's plates of food, trying to jump over their <laughs> <Yeah>. tables. <laughs> exactly. Um, then we got the uh, diarrhea whoopee cushion, which is a result of a people attempting to make a new fermented porridge, but um, making something so disgusting that they've deemed it. Uh, poo too and they sloppy <laughs> chunky liquidy kind of thing that they realize they could make the first uh, whoopee cushion that is filled with diarrhea instead of air mm. so it's even more embarrassing um finally the, the poopy cushion then we have the a silent breakfast for um possibly for spies possibly just for grumpy men who just need a bit of quiet you know, completely silent cereals, completely silent. Well, I think toast. grumpy men tend to love things that are like military um, grade. So they'd probably, mm. it would probably start out as a military food to be eaten yeah. silently. But then as soon as grumpy men got their hands on it, it would satisfy two of their dreams of having total silence and, uh, and also getting to feel like they're uh, part of the military. Be perfect for those guys who have like 007 license plates. Exactly. <laughs> um, a silent. Oh yeah, we've done that. Toy grade plastic bag <laughs> that all the kids will want, and parents will need to get them, or else they'll do it with non-safe plastic bags. Then we got the. You heard magic of Cheerios. Is a- this is Cheery Double O's. <laughs> Thanks. Um, magic is real, Doctor. Who just gives you? You want something that really works, and then he gives you some incantation to say, and he winks at you a lot. <laughs> um, then we got alternative therapy some frontier and then there's just somebody crawling under some rubble and handing mm. somebody giving somebody a, an ear candle uh this is i'm it's not a hate crime i murder everyone equally 
uh, defense. Oh, that made it down. Nice. You don't think so? You don't think? I mean, we found we found an angle that basically works. So yeah, there was. I think there was at least two jokes there, and I felt like that. That you know, it's a waste if you don't. More than two jokes is a waste. Um, skinless Yeti. That's the um, hospital or vet, and then the other scenarios. You know, what well, do you stop? Oh, I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah, how do you prove it's a Yeti? What what do you do? You don't want to end up in an embarrassing situation. Then we got Bigfoot exactly. with small feet discovered. <gasps> I wonder what the A story for that for that, that movie would be. <laughs> mm. You can attach yeah. that onto any film. Yeah. Notting Hill, anything. It'll just add a little bit of flavor, a little bit of color in the background. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm just a girl asking a boy <laughs> if he loves me. If- and whether or not you think Bigfoot has actually been discovered or whether it's still out there and Smallfoot is just another species. <laughs> um, thank you very much. And we're going to go into the song now. Thank you so much for listening to in the Think Tank. It was good that you did that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And you can find me at Alistair TB on Twitter.com. You can find me at A Trombley Virtual on Instagram. You can find us at Two and Tank on both. You can support us mm. on Patreon if you like. That's hel- it's very mm. helpful. Um, it's very lovely. Um, there's lots of back content there. You can just continue living your life as well as possible and maybe even you know make some make some changes so that it's even more enjoyable don't just yeah, always aim for that, for that long-term happiness that's what you want yeah yeah don't, don't just aim for that long-term happiness also work on feeling good right now what could you do uh. <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, have a and really good time we we love love you. You. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.